We're Jill and Jenna, sisters who believe that gut health is the baseline required to live your best life. But health is way more than that. So we've made it our mission to take a deep dive into gut health, mental health, fitness, nutrition, and more. Interviewing experts, having real conversations, all while making sure all of the information is digestible. Welcome Welcome to to our our gut talk. Jenna, it is a beautiful day to talk about our freaking metabolisms. Amen, sister. We had Dr. Latmanzer on the podcast last week where Mm -hmm. we talked very in-depth from a PhD doctor on Mm -hmm. metabolism. And now we're breaking it down even more for just the literal, not even 101, the 100 the zero zero class, the class you have to take before you can go into the 100 class in college. Exactly. And I think our conversation sparks some things in our eyes in terms of why are we confused about what the metabolism is in the first place, right? Like why, what has influenced us to think that we need to have a fast metabolism? It needs to be sped up. A fast metabolism means that you are skinny or whatever the word is that people use. Well, even taking it one step back, mm-hmm. I thought a metabolism was like a body part. Like you have your kidneys, you have your liver, and then you have your metabolism. And naturally. what we learned from that is that it's absolutely not the case. <laughs> I think you knew that. I, yeah. I have a lot of thoughts in my mind that I almost just don't wonder about, weirdly uh-huh. enough. Like, why did I never wonder if the metabolism was an actual body part? It just never, it never popped to the surface for me. But my question is, is the problem, the fact that we were never taught this? Like, do you think we needed to be taught this at a young age? Well, we were taught it in a weird way. It's Mm -hmm. through conversation of, you would point to a skinny person and they'd be like, oh, I'd love to have her metabolism. Right. And then, you know, everyone has that mom, like mom's friend who's like, Oh, I just, I wish I had the metabolism you girls have at such a young age. That thing slows down over time. Right. You're going to have to watch your calories. Yep. Like I feel. That's all we knew about it though. Right. That's a shame. Well, yeah. We talked with Dr. Jolene Brighton about how sex ed is abysmal. Well, so that made me think of that. Like there's got to be so many different things that none of us know unless we talk about it right now especially when it comes to anything regarding our body. In this, How, it's horrible. In the seventh grade, I took a full year of woodworking class <laughs> and I would like them to replace that class with how to do your taxes uh-huh. and actually understanding your freaking body. But that's the thing that would make a lot more sense, but that's just not the case. So now we're struggling to have to retract back to, okay, what is the basics and why were we led so astray? And now we're in our late 20s and we're trying to understand our periods and our freaking metabolism metabolisms kind of annoying if you ask me i don't want to be thinking about this when we have kids one day our kids are gonna be five and you're gonna be like all right sweetie define metabolism no but like literally (laughs) my kids are gonna know everything about the human body so that they're not us like lost where you were thinking it was an organ or something if i have sons i'm gonna make them go and buy my tampons for me and like serve them on a silver platter (laughs) come on Oh boy. But before we jump in to the topic of our episode, which is asking yourself, are you even healthy? A little bit of a state of the union. If you guys follow us on Instagram, you will see that we're posting on our feed a lot more. Yeah, we are. And that is because our DMs are the coolest place in the world. If you have DM'd us before, I hope you feel that way too. Mm -hmm. We literally read every DM or try our very best to do so. And people are constantly asking questions that we then 
right in our notes app and we end up making content for so understand that following us if you just want to be a follower and and not input anything like do your thing but if you want us to bring certain people on the podcast if you want us to talk about different topics tell us we get so much content from you all and we really value your thoughts and your opinions because if you have a question there's a good chance a couple hundred thousand other people do too and i understand the not wanting to engage i think there's a few people that i follow who don't necessarily i don't engage with them but i like who they are i like with the content they put out there but then i'm realizing like creators like ourselves want engagement because we want people to say yes this is what I love what you're putting out can we see more of this I'm confused about that versus just staying silent and not giving any input and then leaving us guessing if you will I think it's important to you know share your thoughts with us yeah we'd really appreciate it yeah now that we have covered that I think that we really want to jump in. One of my favorite parts about our solo episode is I feel like this is where we get down to the very, very basics. We were joking earlier about metabolism and what we believed it to be when we were little, but we're se- we're kind of serious. Yeah. And we feel like the reason that you should be asking yourself, are you even healthy, is because we've said it a hundred times, we'll say it again, the health world has become increasingly more confusing with the enhanced marketing in today's world Mm -hmm. and again we were born in the 90s so if you were born or alive during this time then you can kind of follow along this journey but we were talking about it the other day and we were talking about the popular beliefs we had growing up yeah like some of the popular beliefs honestly for me I remember eating the 100 calorie pack because You needed to watch your calories and don't eat something with too much fat. Low fat is the way to go. I don't know if the 100 calorie packs still exist, but they were like the thin crisps of the Chips Ahoy. Ahoy. I can literally taste them in my mouth right now. Yep. First of all, the Chips Ahoy ones smacked, I have to say. They absolutely did. Do you mean slapped? (laughs) (laughs) I was smacking on my lips when I was eating them. But... The reality is, and honestly, I know our mom's listening to this right now, and it's going to be another thing where she was like, I did you girls wrong. But the reality is freaking marketing, big corporations with money had us under their freaking grasp. Had a grasp on us. Had a freaking grasp on us. And to be honest, it really, I believe, messed with a lot of us and our mindset when it came to what health really is. Think about Abercrombie when we were younger, how tiny the sizes were. Now, they've made such amazing strides. I love their Curve Love jeans, but that wasn't the reality when we were younger. We thought a skinny body was the epitome of health. And a quick disclaimer here, too, is that if you are considered skinny and you're listening to this episode right now, we're not saying that you're not healthy. Yep. What we're saying is you need to work for your body type exactly and if you are restricting your calories severely to achieve a body type that's not meant for you Mm -hmm. you're not going to be healthy even if that's what the standard american vision of health is in today's world right and i think it's getting better i agree but i think because very few of us were born in 
today. Mm-hmm. We all lived through decades where all of this was shoved down our throats. Well, think about the Victoria's Secret fashion show. And I never had a problem with that because I think I always was like, that could quite literally right, like never stay be my in your body. lane, Jill. I'm not going to. But to be honest, when I watched it and I saw those girls glamorized, I was thinking to myself, wouldn't hurt to lose a few pounds. I'll never forget in college, we went over to some of the football guys' house to watch the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Mm-hmm. And all the guys were like drooling. literally drooling. Yeah. And I remember looking on Twitter during the fashion show and my entire feed, because Twitter was like the thing then, mm-hmm. my entire feed was time to go on a diet. Well, yep. I won't be eating for a week. Yep. Well, um, that's not my body type. So, you know now I hate myself, like literally things like that because we were programmed to think that way. Yeah. Not only were we programmed to think that way, we didn't have a good version or anyone telling us what it actually meant to be healthy. And I don't think it came across any of our minds. And if it did yours, congratulations. But do you ever sit and think when you see these people or when you're being told these things, what it actually means to be healthy? Because if we think about it, you actually can't look at someone necessarily and know what their health status is. So that's what we want to talk about today is what it actually means to be healthy and how to understand, okay, am I someone who's healthy or is there things that I might need to change because my mind has been warped by marketing and big corporations and fashion shows and X, Y, and Z. And as we start talking about some of these markers, remind yourself, we say it all the time, Your body is constantly communicating with you, Mm -hmm. but we've never learned how to listen to our body. And so we are going to start talking to you about our body's communication methods. Yeah. And this conversation is somewhat inspired by our conversation with Dr. Lat last episode, but also a book that I believe is one of my Bibles called How to Heal Your Metabolism by Kate Deering. And she explains this exact story of thinking about always wanting a fast metabolism for so long and being strayed into the complete wrong direction that for 25 years it took her to understand what it actually meant to be healthy. And she had to unlearn all of these things that we were talking about of trying to be skinny, to be healthy and everything else. So I think it would helpful to understand really quickly like what your metabolism actually is. Yeah, because it's not another organ like your liver and your kidneys and your, you know, so on and so forth. Exactly. So it's, as Jill said, it's not an organ. It's actually your bodily processes working as they should. So think your digestion, your detoxification, your immunity, your sex drive, your ability for your body to repair. It's all of those processes working as they should. I think of it as like an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Like it's everything in your body working together is your metabolism. Yep. And on the latter, if your metabolism is not working as it should, that's when you see your digestion working poorly, your inability to detox properly. Maybe you have a low sex drive. So when we think of metabolic health, I think about your overall overarching health. Right. How is it doing? So you can think of it as gut health is a part of your metabolic health. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So if you are constipated, that's a sign that your metabolism, your metabolic health isn't up to par. That's one way to know. We've seen this amongst our friends and even ourselves before. Well, you have to imagine, Jen and I get into more health-related conversations than the average person. 
And I think once people know that we have this podcast, which obviously is super cool to be able to have these conversations, but I feel like then people come to us to have the conversations about health. And what's interesting is our friends will say things not realizing the impact, I guess, that their words have. And I say that because they're telling us that their body is crying for attention, but they don't realize it. Right. And what I mean by this, Jenna, is what? It's talking about your digestive issues of being constipated, gassy, you're burping a lot. It's saying that you're peeing 12, 15 times a day. It's the... Because... We were told drinking a gallon of water mm-hmm. is healthy, which y'all already know. We've talked about electrolytes a hundred times. And if not, you need to rewind a few podcast episodes. It's our friends telling us they always need another cup of coffee or they're always exhausted. They feel like they're dragging during the day or always being cold. Feet are super cold. Hands are super cold. You run on the cold side. Even losing hair, having to wear extensions because you feel like your hair is falling out. And the reality is, unfortunately, sure, there's going to be some give or take. We all have different circumstances. But if your metabolism is working as it should, you shouldn't be experiencing all of these issues. Or for a matter of fact, even if you're just one or two, yes, shit happens. Sometimes you're not on your best game or whatever you didn't get good sleep because of your dog waking you up 15 times. Like, it doesn't mean that you have a slow metabolism. Don't throw those little jabs in at Duke when he can't defend himself. But we overlook a lot of these issues. But these issues shouldn't be overlooked because this is your health. Well, we have normalized these problems. Exactly. You have, you have thinning hair. You're losing tons of hair. Oh, no problem. Don't don't fix that issue. Just go get extensions. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're burping and gassy and all these things all the time. No problem. Just keep tums in your pocket for the rest of your life. Exactly. I mean, goodness, we, we grew up with our dad with a handful of tums in his pocket before he realized he needed to get his shit together. I wonder if Pepto-Bismol realizes how loyal their following is because the Pepto-Bismol army will come for us a couple Mm -hmm. times a year because they don't want you to be right that you shouldn't need Pepto in your cabinet exactly a lot of influencers like uh you know there's the you say something bad about Taylor Swift and the Swift army comes for you or you say something about bad about Beyonce the beehive comes for you you say something bad about Pepto-Bismol. They freaking, that and, and the, Premier Protein. Premier Protein. And those the, people come after you. And the gassy girls will be on, on your, yep. <laughs> on your, oh my gosh. But you were explaining it the other day. It's like playing whack-a-mole with your issues. Yeah. So something comes up. You just hit the thing by giving it Pepto-Bismol. You're losing hair. Hit the whack-a-mole again. Put on extensions. And it's just this game of, you're, picture me just beating <laughs> at a drum right now, basically playing whack-a-mole with your problems because we are always covering them up with Band-Aid solutions because at the core, circling it back to what we just said, we were never taught that we need to listen to our body's cues of, help me, something isn't right. Right. So now you're probably at the point where it's like, okay, I get it. Right. My body talks to me. They have signs. What are the signs? 
I'm taking this from the book, How to Heal Your Metabolism. Go read it if you haven't already. But she says you need to ask the questions like, how is your energy? How are your hormones? Your skin, hair, nails. How much do you pee per day? What is your body temperature? Do you run cold? Do you have cold hands, feet? What does your poop look like? Are you constipated? Are you able to go to the bathroom one to three times a day? How is your mood? I think that's so important. Are you anxious? Are you depressed? All of these things you need to be asking yourself because those are the markers of health. I want to cut you off real quick because... I think it's really easy to be like, yeah, all of that is fine. But like really think about it because one of the biggest things that Jen and I notice is that people don't realize how unhealthy or bad they feel until they make the changes. And then they're like, holy shit, I was so unhealthy and I didn't even know. And it was the same for us. Exactly. And that's what Dr. Lott even mentioned. He said a lot of times you're not going to pay attention until sometimes you hit rock bottom or you hit this, something happens where you're like, oh shit, I didn't listen to these things for so long or maybe I didn't even notice some. Kim Kardashian, the queen of health. No, I'm kidding. Right. But she posted something on her Instagram story that really resonated with me. And it was, if you don't make time for your health now, your illnesses will require you to make the time later on. She said that? She posted on, it was a screenshot from, I believe, like Pinterest. Okay, well, that's not coming from Miss Kim herself. But it's so true. Like, ignore your hair falling out right now, and you're going to end up with bigger problems down the road. Or ignore the fact that you can't have a solid formed poop right now, Mm -hmm. but when you quite literally can't leave your house because your stomach's so bad, now you're going to have to require to take the time. So if you're in a place where you're not at rock bottom, incredible, start now and don't get there. Exactly. What I wanted to say just really quick is all of those examples, I never mentioned the size of your body, right? One thing that has helped me is really just honestly focusing on myself instead of any everyone else, right? Like, what do you oh, mean? X, Y, and Z. Betty is really skinny. She looks amazing. <laughs> Whatever. Betty Lou? Betty Lou. Betty is so skinny. She looks amazing. Like, I want to be like that. My real question is, is Betty actually healthy? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So it allows me to look in, okay, what can I do to actually feel my best on the day-to-day that has nothing to do with the fact that I'm not, I don't look like Betty because that's what's been ingrained in my in my mind. The girl whose body you're trying to be like is the girl who is having one meal replacement bar, waiting until she gets lightheaded, and then restricting herself to, you know, a salad with no protein on it and no fat, just so that way she can barely get by. Yeah. Like, you have to remember that what you see is not the full story. Exactly. And I think, too, the reason why we talk about this is because... Again, we're seeing it so much. We're seeing it with our friends. We're seeing it on social media still. There have been strides, yes, but I don't really think there are people actually coming out and being like, this is what you need to be doing to be healthy and this is how to check yourself. Yeah. And I think that's just, it's such a problem. Right. And and that's why so many people are confused and they're like, I don't even know where to begin. Look internally. 
what is going on with your body right now? Yeah, it's a good point. Like when you're scrolling through social media, you can probably scroll through an entire day and no one's like, these are the checkpoints you need to make sure you're hitting. Right. So what does it actually then look like to be healthy? One to three bowel movements per day. Instead of the cold hands, feet, nose, it's the warm. Jenna always says she cheers herself in the morning. Mm-hmm. When I have a bowel movement, when I poop, because I know my body's working. I know things are happening. Uh, it's also having energy all day. It's feeling happy, content. You're able to get that seven to nine hours of sleep. Your hair looks healthy, your skin, your nails. Very limited to no PMS. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that's obviously a topic for another day. We talked a little bit about that with Dr. Jolene Brighton, but we all, again, we all are living with these things and we have these complaints and we all, it's its time to wake up and be like, what is happening? What can I address? Why do I feel this way? Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I don't think there's too much more to say. I think we are going to continue as long as we have this platform to drive home what it actually means on a very basic level to be healthy Mm -hmm. because we feel like we owe that all to you and you all owe that to yourselves Mm -hmm. to try your best. And again, no better, do better. You don't have to be perfect to live a relatively healthy lifestyle. We get one body and I always go back to this. If someone told you, hey, we're going to give you a Ferrari, but you have to drive this car the rest of your life, how would you treat it? Because that's our body. Amen. So, you know, I we hope that if you have questions, again, hit us in the DMs. We hope that this conversation can provide you a little bit of peace, right? Your body is probably a lot closer to being healthy than you realize. And micro changes, what do they do, Jenna? Macro differences, They lead baby. to macro differences. The, the changes that you have to make are not always this massive overhaul. Start small, pick one thing a week, mm-hmm. and before you know it, your life will look completely different. So if you are making those changes, changes tag us, DM us. Like we want to know. It's always so helpful to share with our community what other people are doing and not just what the two of us are doing. So we love you guys. We really, really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we feel like our DMs have been popping in oh, such a way. we're having a way. freaking blast. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Woohoo! Thanks Bye. For, thanks for coming to our gut talk. talk.